Hello, welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, base campers. I hope you're all doing well. I'm trying to find a balance in subject matter inside of a whole slew of things that are vying for my attention. Before we started season five, I drew a quadrant and put various subject matter in each quad. The first quadrant had the spiritual war that we currently find ourselves in, the globalist versus humanity. This seems to want center stage at times right now as the truth continues to look for we the people. In the second quadrant, I put Bitcoin. More and more people will be flocking to Bitcoin once the globalists roll out their central bank digital currencies and we the people get a good long look at it. In the third quadrant, I had the walkaways, as in former liberals that walked away from the left and their wokeism. This is important as more and more people will hear former traditional liberals who are now libertarians or conservatives or independents resonate with their message and seek to find new community and resources for themselves and their loved ones. And in the final quadrant, I had the esoteric with galactic disclosure and the topic of ETs or extraterrestrials headlining that quadrant. This one might feel a bit out there and too Star Trekky and futurist, but just bear with me. I wouldn't include it if it wasn't important to our hero's journey. Also in the mix will be vaccine questions and people that have been injured by vaccines. I feel like this is an important voice to be heard. I really don't care if you continue to get mRNA shots. That's on you. That's your freedom to choose, just as mine is my freedom to choose whether or not I'm getting them. But I want those that took the shots and now regret it to be heard. They have a very important contribution to make to humanity, as the globalist media wants nothing to do with them as it conflicts with Big Pharma and any future injections they may want us to take, quote unquote, for our own good. And I will continue to look at some of the issues that men face. I have one of those coming up fairly soon, actually. It's just that base camp has become more of a base camp for humanity humanity as opposed to something just for men. It is meant to be a podcast to help us on our hero's journey. Wherever you are at on your journey, I welcome you. You may just well be another emerging human, a warrior for truth, and someone who values freedom and humanity. We will continue to take our usual pro-humanity, we-the-people viewpoint and stand in the principles that we have come to adore, freedom, courage, truth, and justice, all the while respecting our neighbors wherever they are at on their journey. What principles will you stand for on your hero's journey, I wonder. I'm reminded of a line from one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs, The Rain Song. The line is, quote, these things are clear to all from time to time, unquote. Let's go find Lisa and have a chat with her. My guest today is Lisa Rezac. Lisa is a fundraising auctioneer, a walk away from the left and their woke agenda, and the chairperson for the legislative district number 32 right here in Seattle. She's also been my life partner for the past 28 years. Here is my interview with Lisa Rezac. Okay, I'm here with Lisa Rezac, fundraising auctioneer, newly appointed uh chairwoman for legislative district 32 here in king county and my life partner lisa welcome back to base camp for men it's great to have you back on the show well hi good to be back thank you yeah i'm just admiring your uh your screensaver there with the toothless smile how old are you there about 10 years old <laughs> i'm seven yeah um, <laughs> thank god for braces back then because uh, otherwise it, i would have it would have been a disaster if I hadn't. I, I think it captures your personality really well with, with the <laughs> wide eyes as well. So. 
So, I love that picture. It reminds me of uh, being a, a little girl and just literally bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I was so happy to to do another episode. You've been on a couple, this might be your third or fourth time, uh, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you and I have both been reading uh, General Flynn and Boone Cutler's uh, Introduction to Fifth Generation Warfare, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Um, you know, I, I read it, it's a pretty short read. Um, and I, I'm, I'm recommending it to everybody. I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm ordering a little pile. I'm giving it out to people, but I highly, highly, highly recommend reading it. Um, there's just really useful information in the book, um, about where we're at and what are the resources for us. But I guess my first question to you is, is what, what is it that you're getting out of the book? I mean, you're a patriot, you're, you've been somebody that's well aware that we've been in this spiritual war, um, that involves our children and involves education, involves the future of America and all this stuff. So for somebody like you, I would think you'd be like, yeah, I kind of already know this, but I found it to be, and I'll give you my perspective in a second, but I guess I just wanted to hear from you, like what, what is it reinforcing or what are you learning in the book or was it, what is it reinforcing in your own awareness about what's going on in the world? Oh yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, the last three years, what we've been learning and unlearning and knowing, and, you know, and then I've really been involved in the last two years. And, um, I mean, the more I know, I mean, I'm at a point right now, it was about a month ago when things really kind of unraveled for me, you know, and it's like, I feel like the more I know and the more involved I've been, the less I, the less I know about this. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and so this book was just actually came at a really great time um, in, in so many ways, just because, I mean, it's, it's, it's framing the, the war that we're in, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to identify who the real enemy is. Yeah. Um, and then it gives a, a framework of how to identify who's, who's who and, who's wh- and you know, where they are with things. Um, I mean, this is a war for our minds, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's five GW, uh, fifth generation war, and this is a fight for our, um, our minds. Um, and so I think part of that is that, uh, you know, some people will say, uh, you know, say, I'll say to people we're at war and they're like, Oh, I know we are at war. And it's like, no, we really, really are at war. This is, yeah. this is full on. And there's just so many things that we have to understand. And I mean, and he says it pretty much, you know, pretty quickly in is that, you know, it's, it's a war and it's not your neighbor. And, you know, we have to yeah. know who the real enemy is and it's not your neighbor. And I have to be reminded of that. And so, um, you know, the work I've done two years ago, I was like, well, I'm going to, well, it's actually it was grassroots. I, I dove in through education and learned about the real specifics of how they're um, we're at war through the uh, through education of our children and our mm-hmm. children's minds, and I got to really drill down and see the specifics of that, and that was how I learned uh, some really important details. And then mm-hmm. you know, and then I kind of extrapolated that out to see what the war is and and all all the different layers. But um, but uh, as far as like you know, them saying that it's it's not your um your neighbor. So I jumped in then and was working for the Republican party. I was like, well, I'm going to go in and I'm going to, I'm going to push this forward. And now what I found out is that I thought I really understood some things. And then I was like, Oh wait, you know, um, we're kind of behind the iron curtain here in Washington. Mm -hmm. And so about a month ago I had to do another little, uh, 
gut reflection that I was like, oh, I'm not sure everybody's quite on my side, you know? Right. And, and so this helped frame that um, and to really identify like, you know, because I started feeling like, God, I don't know who I can trust. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's like, well, it's, it's not about that. It's, it's further identifying what I am and what my principles are and what I want. And then, you know, going out from there. So it just really helps with, with the, the fog of war, you yeah, know, I, it, I, it's, I, it's, it's foggy. Yeah. I, I think the book will assist people in a number of ways. People that are new to the idea that we are in a unconventional war. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people, I think people left, right, and center understand something's going on. Why you know, like it might be something just like, why am I seeing more satanic imagery on the Grammys, you know, or the Super Bowl? Like, why are they doing that? You know, it could be something just that innocently observed, or just like, why do they keep, you know, cranking this narrative? Um, and they, you know, I think the book provides context about what it is because it's written by a retired general who knows warfare quite well. And so I think it's a military insiders, uh, it uses the lexicon and the language of, of somebody that knows war quite well. And I, one thing I love about it is it gives you language. I mean, it basically says this war is humanity's fight against globalism. And I, I just think, you know, everybody will mm-hmm. nod, th- nod their head about that because when I used to speak about the war that I was seeing, it was like the deep state and all that. And the word deep, the phrase deep state will have some people tune out like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, you think there's some cabal that's rule. And it's like, well, there is. I don't know how to break it to you. Um, the the way that he languages things there, it's humanity's war against globalism. It's difficult to say, oh, this is just crazy conspiracy theories because this is a general, you know, one of the most widely respected generals in the world mm-hmm. talking about humanity's war, not the left or right's war. It's not the right against the left, right? That's not yeah. what this is at all. But the globalist controlled media would have you believe that I am the enemy of the left and the left with their wokeism must be my enemy. But really- yeah. The globalists are planning. They're, they're they want us to fight amongst ourselves so they don't notice what they're doing. Basically. Exactly, yeah. and and that was really that was the next layer that I started to get to, which was you know you may remember seeing you know the mainstream media the box where they would do the mockingbird um, media and they would all start to echo the same thing. Yeah, and um, you know all the different you know panels and they would they would show them all saying the same thing. Well, after the election, I started noticing the same narrative be coming up, which was, you know, don't question election integrity. We just lost, you know, quit being, you know, we just lost, lost, lost. And I was like, okay, well, then I started hearing it here. And then I started hearing it there from all these different people. And I was like, and something started to go off in my head. I was like, that's kind of suspicious. Why are they all Mm -hmm. negating the importance of election integrity? And I was like, it almost sounds like it's an agenda, you know, and that was where, you know, and then there was something else. I mean, and then there was just a, you know, a lack of mentioning some other things that were supposedly important to the Republican party. And it's like, all of a sudden I'm I'm not hearing these things as much. And so, and and that was it. And, 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 and it was, and, and it's the globalist push. It is the uniparty. And there was all of, a sudden, all of a sudden this push I was hearing to go in the middle. We've got to meet in the middle. We've got to bridge the gap. And it's like, if we're going to win, we've got to win the middle. 
And, and, and what was really telling was that I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, you have to, we have to start to meet people in the middle. And I just remember struggling with myself Mm -hmm. and going, I was a liberal for 25 years and I was under there. Um, I was, I was inside that agenda. And so when I first came in, I was like, I'm going to bridge the, I want to be the bridge. I want to bridge the, the people coming over, you know, kind of realizing what's happening and bridge them over to some of these things that are, you know, I don't want to say what's right for me is right for somebody else, but, um, you know, having good parental rights, you know, mm-hmm. is, is something that's important to me. So I want to be that bridge to bring them over and understand that these things are, they can have these things with their family and get government out of their relationship with their child. Um, and then, so she was saying, you know, you got to come and meet in the middle. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to go back to the middle. Yeah. Uh, this is this, and you said it. And when I was talking with you about it, this is a one-way bridge. I'm going to be over here, and when you figure out that you know you want maybe medical autonomy, I'll be waiting over here because I'm really clear now on what I know I want. And that was that's been the push though. Was that go back to the middle? I was like, no, I'm not going back to the middle. And quit telling me I should want that and I should be there. Yeah, well, and then also what you touched on there with the uniparty, I think that will help the left come to terms with things because Mm -hmm. before i think it it can come off you know all the all the ways that that libertarians uh pro-trump trump uh republicans america first they they can be pretty pointed in how they talk to the left the sheeple the libtards you know the the blue-haired taliban you know what all the different like names that they call the left that puts the left on defensive and then vice versa the crazy, you know, it's like the domestic oh, terrorists. Terrorists, yeah. yeah you, you, you guys stormed the the capital on January sixth. Yeah. It's like, well, no, we didn't. Like, like that's like no nobody that did that. But they, the media is playing this out, and it's 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 not nobody's blaming the left. It's the uniparty that is really belongs to the globalists. The, it yeah. is the globalist action arm, as they say in the book. Yeah, and so. That includes a lot of Republicans. So Republicans aren't off the hook if they're going along with a globalist agenda of surveillance and and central bank digital currencies coming up. And, you know, uh, we've got vaccines. You have to have those for central bank digital currencies. Then that's a globalist agenda. That's a top down, tightly controlled narrative of we know what's best for the people. Just do what we tell you to do. And then you're going to over here on the other side, you're going to have the people that are like, came to their senses and were like, I don't think so. I'm not doing that. I'm standing for these other principles, freedom being one of them. Um, and, you know, I, I just think it's it's bifurcating things, which makes me a little sad. But all I can do is maybe I, I'll let you talk about this, but it's like, let people be where they're at. Like, don't judge mm-hmm. people. Like, I don't care if people want to get vaccinated and they want to get boosted and they're still really believing Pfizer and big pharma. And they're just like, I just, whenever it comes out, I'm lining up, but I, you know, I want personal freedom, but I really believe in the vaccines. Hey, that's, that's their call. You've done your research and, and arrived at that conclusion. That's not my conclusion, but I'm just asking for the freedom to choose for myself, not having something rammed down my throat. And I think that's the whole point. Um, yeah. Well, and just, I mean, to that point, I mean, I've been involved with the the conservative side for two years. And, 
um, there's definitely nobody's in alignment on um, on whether they got vax vaxxed or not, jabbed right. or not. It's, it's right. not it's not a vaccine. So we we want to yeah. watch out for saying yeah. that it's actually it's, it's they it's not a vaccine. It's an mRNA um, a manipulation of words, of course, right there. But um, you know, I, I'm I'm all over you know with conservative, but it, there's plenty of people ahead of who have chosen to gotten get the yeah. jab, but they didn't tell me that I should do it. You know, and so we kind of let it be. Um, but I I think that yes this is just another layer of we know that it is divide to conquer and so this is just another layer of seeing who the real enemy is and that accounts for me thinking it's my neighbor you know and it's like just like I was had with some of the work I've been doing in the last two years I was like you know um, I'm not sure who's on my side and I was like well I I you know I I was um uh, under their agenda for 25 years on the liberal side. And I can't, I can't fall for it again. And it was about a month ago. I went, you know what? I think I kind of fell for it a little bit, you know? And, and it was, I had to come to terms with that, that I had been had, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and one thing I've noticed with the people who really, there's a, there's a new evolution of people that are really starting to get this on another level. There's a peace that they have and a sense of mm-hmm. like, security that I'm noticing with them, the more ground they get with what is right for them, it kind of doesn't matter what's going on out there. Yeah. And they just, they're just operating and doing their thing and they're not going, and you should do this and you should do that. There, There's just this like level of peace around it that I'm finding to be really, um, really wonderful, you know, and really um, also encouraging for me to just be like, you know what, I can kind of start to let go with this. What's, what's over here on my side that I can be responsible for, but over the, but what's outside of my control, Hey, that's up to, you know, that's up to God. That's up to something else. Yeah. I I've noticed um, in myself, but also in the communities that I'm a part of, you know, I, I know a lot of people that would have been considered quote unquote conspiracy theorists. They're truthers and they're people that have uh, really good critical thinking and they they ask questions and all these things. When I was younger, the, the, the people that did these kinds of conversations, they always sound a little, a little crazy. I'm not saying I can't sound a little crazy at times, but yeah. they sounded like, wow, I'm following this person. I don't know where it's going. I noticed there's more of us. And the language is getting calmer. Yeah. We're, we're describing something that can be listened to by somebody that has not been down very many rabbit holes, right? Just yeah. to, to to talk about the war with globalism. That's that's a different way of languaging something rather than, you know, tearing down the deep state or, you know, however you want to say it. Yeah. It just so- sounds a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, way out in left field compared to how it's being talked about. And then you talked about standing in principles. And I think that's what makes that's what's going to make people no matter where you're at on this on the political spectrum where you're at in your awakening is if you can find the principles that you're like that is un, I'm not negotiating anything around that like for me it really is freedom uh and I see that my nation was founded on freedom not obedience and compliance and let's do what everybody else is doing cuz they're shaming you my one of my core principles is is freedom that extends into medical freedom. The Constitution is my friend because it backs up that I have sovereignty and freedom. I do not li- need to listen to what Bill Gates or or Tony Fauci or any of these things. And from my 30 years of being a liberal, I have 
adopted principles that they have. And that might surprise some listeners. I just don't like the woke stuff, but the tolerance and the acceptance of people's Mm -hmm. where they're at, that came from liberalism for me. I I learned that being a liberal that, look, I'm okay. I don't care who Mm -hmm. you marry. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. I have an issue with them grooming children to switch genders because it's Mm -hmm. so weird, Mm -hmm. but I do not have, you know, even trans people that have switched genders. I'm like, that was your call. I have no problem with you. So, you know, I still stand in certain principles that I learned on the left and I'm proud to do so. I just also have adopted new ones that I feel like are going to take us further than just swallowing the woke, the next yeah. woke thing, right? Well, and 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 you're and exactly that is so that's why in the last month or whatever it was when they're saying we all have to meet in the middle. I'm like of yeah. course we do have to agree, you know, and I was like, see, and that makes so much sense, right? But it's a uniparty globalist agenda narrative. It's the same yeah. way they manipulate the language. And that's why it was really hard for me to get my mind around it. I was like, they're speaking to a part of me that does want to extend the olive branch. Of course sure. I want to meet in the middle, yeah. but that's not what they're doing. They're talking about meeting in the middle and letting go of what – um you know, uh, a, a more conservative person would say, you know, um, around, um, I mean, what's one of them? Um, election well, the, integrity, yeah. you know, and it's like, let's just l- forego on election integrity because we have to just get more people. And it's like, well, that doesn't mean that we negate that it, it, it's a fair election and it's not fraudulent, you know? Exactly. Um, and, and, and so there's, and that's where I, I start to, you know, my hair starts to stand up going, I, I, I recognize this. You guys did this with me before you walked the yeah. dog with me and I'm not going to do it anymore. That's good um, for you. Yeah. Cause they, they say yeah. meet, meet us in the middle. Don't be such a rat. Don't be like Marjorie Taylor green yeah. or, or Lauren. Don't, yeah. don't be one of those crazy people. Meet us in the middle and be reasonable but it's like wait a minute the middle belongs to the uniparty i'm not meeting yep. you in the middle that's yep. your yep. territory so no yeah. and it's you, so you, subtle it's it so is. it's and and that's what's hard because they get us because we want to be good and that is that that is probably one of the biggest sins that they've done is that they use people's wanting to be good wanting to do right and they use that against them and that to me is like one of the most disgusting things about it you know yeah, totally yeah, you know, and are you finding, you know, he's got a sh- really short list of how to recognize, uh, you know, America first representatives that are not part of the uniparty. And this could be a Democrat. I mean, I I, I was surprised to see him s- draw the uniparty, you know, in the middle of both parties, taking up most of the territory, but then on the left and the right not in the uniparty were both Democrats and Republicans. I thought he was being a little generous to Democrats on that, that Venn diagram, but his point being that you don't have to be a Republican to be America first. And that may open up something for some people on the left. Um, But, you know, he said, you will know America first uh, candidates by their alignment on election integrity, border Mm -hmm. security, border security, parental rights, medical freedom, Bill of Rights in the Constitution and defunding uniparty members. And it's a pretty short list. And are you finding since you're in, you know, you're getting your boots in the ground on in local politics, are any of these like, are they in agreement with with these things? Is it easy for them to nod their head and say that's important? Because you know, for us in Washington, border security, it's a little abstract. Like I can yeah. imagine I can imagine down in Texas, if you and I lived in Austin or something, 
we would be border security would probably be front and center because like what in the hell is going on what are we going to do with this but it's a little more abstract here and i would think something like election integrity everybody would be in agreement like we have to have fair elections but lo and behold even Republicans are like, we don't want to make that an issue. It's like, well, it's kind of important to a healthy republic that only the legal votes count and no other ones. But there is a lot of argument about this, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that these are excellent markers. Um, mm. I think that they they can uh, very well assess where somebody stands by these. I think you, you said six or seven. Yeah. Um, and um I, I think that, yeah, exactly that, that um, either their omission um, of these issues, you know, if they negate them, um, I think that this, this says exactly where things are. And, you know, you mentioned being a Republican or Democrat. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I'm not at all attached to being a Republican. I just thought mm -hmm. that it was um, the, a, a, the good route to start, you know, but um yeah. Um, and, and I think that is that is part of it. It's like, you know, you mentioned America first um, or a patriot. And I'm noticing, I mean, we're in a very interesting state here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've got the three border states here, um, Washington, uh, Oregon, and California. And it's very important um, nationally that these, that these three states stay um, open in the way that they are. Sure. Where, you know, every single one of them is a huge port town. We border yeah. both Canada and Mexico on them. So uh, yeah. having control of these states is, is huge, you know? Sure. Um, and so we are, we are really directed as um, a state to keep uh, control over, you know? Yeah. And so I can see that. And so um, I think that what I would say about some of these, these things is that kind of how they're, they're, they're omitting uh, talking about them in our state and we're really going to like the uniparty speak, you know? And yeah. so, like I mentioned, um, election integrity, they're like, we can't talk about that anymore. And it's like, well, I thought that was one of our biggest platforms, you know, and all of a sudden we're not supposed to talk about it here, yeah. you know? Um, and I just, you know, it's like a big red flag going up. Um, and so, uh, um, uh, oh, because, you know, if you go, but if you go outside of, some of the areas and you go a little bit more into the rural areas, uh, 75% of the people want election integrity. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they say, but we're not going to, but then we're not going to supposed to talk about that. But, but the people are speaking here right now, you know, um, yeah. I'm not hearing a lot about medical freedom when it comes, um, down to like a statewide, um, you know, yeah. statewide thing, um, or parental rights. Yeah. That one is still, you know, that's still having some, um, you know, exposure, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you really can, if you just ask people these questions and if they can't answer them in a really great, uh, that's, that's pretty obvious. I think where their allegiance lies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it's, I think sometimes living in a really blue state and certainly a blue city, you can forget that the, the vibe is quite different in a lot of places in this nation. Um, but that doesn't make, it any less important here um you know i think there's a dynamic here uh where people that hold our values i think there's a lot of us and i think we've gotten used to like look i don't want to piss people off by by you know stating what my values are it's going to irritate people there's there's a lot of people that are that are of the other way and i, I you know i, I want to be a good neighbor whatever whatever your thing is but i do think there's a point where you have to kind of stand up and say, look, these these are really important principles to me. 
as an American. These are really important for our future, I feel like. I feel, and, and I have a unique perspective, as do you, is I was a liberal for a long time. So I'm not this, like, I didn't, you know, spend my whole, you know, life uh, in the conservative Republican camp. And I'm like you, I, I, the Republican Party is no friend of mine. I just find there's probably more people that share my values in that. There's more pro-America candidates in that Republican Party um, right now anyways. But, you know, I just there I, I think there's a time when we can't I'm seeing leaders being vocal about their principles. And, and for me, I have a podcast, but I think as I travel, I could be a little uh, more skillful at having conversations, I think more people need to know what my principles are, not as a combative, you know, oh, he's, you know, he likes Trump or, you know, he's all about freedom in the Constitution. That's irritating to me because I'm all about these principles. Um, but just that, you know, to be skillful at talking about why I feel like these things are really important for the nation right now, why it's mm -hmm. important for our children, mm -hmm. why I'm concerned. And I just feel like, you know, I've been gifted as have you. I've been gifted with a good mind and a good voice to mm -hmm. um to speak of these things. And maybe I'm being a little bit cowardly by not speaking out um beyond the podcast. I'll well, say. You know what I'm saying? Thing, well, the thing I would say to that though is that I've had a lot of people along the way. I say, you know, I'm a recovering liberal, and they go and they'll they'll pull me aside and they'll go. You know how how did you do it? How did you figure it out? They're like, I I want to I need to wake up my my sister, you know, or something like that. And I'll be like, No, you're not here to wake up your sister. That's on her mm. own timeline, you know. And so they want to know how to get over there, you know. And and, right. and and I'm like, No, that's 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 not that's not how it works. It's like until they start to see something for themselves, until there's a crack in the facade for what they believe, then and, and it creates an opening. Then. I can talk all day long and it's not going to land over there, you know, yeah. until they start to see what they've, what's been perpetrated on them through language, you know, all these things that you say they're in their mind. I mean, you called it a mind virus at one point, you know, so yeah. I could talk about parental rights, you know, but they're hearing that, that it's like, if I'm saying I'm for something they're hearing how I'm against what they want. And Correct. until they can start to hear through that manipulation, I can mm -hmm. talk all day long and it's not going to land because the parental rights, you know, um, I'm not against LGBTQ. I'm right. against them telling my son that he's a white supremacist because he's a, he's a white boy, you yeah. know, and, and they, they, they are going to have to work that out on their own time. And, yeah. and then the last thing I say to people is that I don't want somebody trying to convince me of their side <laughs> anymore yeah. than they want me to try to convince them of my side, you know? Right. So we've got to give that space. And I'm having these conversations with people that are on my side, supposedly, only if somebody asks me, you know, and is are interested, how did you get there? You know, but I don't, yeah. I'm not interested in having this conversation with people that don't want to hear about it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, that's smart. Um, you know, and, and I think it goes back to the book, you know, early on him saying your, your neighbors aren't your enemies, mm -hmm. you know, and I think, I think that's a message that, um, everybody can get behind because the the globalists and their media you know megaphones are counting that if we can just keep blaring out enough division if we can keep making 
um, you know, the the right, the enemy of the left, and the left, the enemy of the right. If we can just keep the division going, they won't figure out who's really against humanity. Yeah. Um, and but we're figuring it out. I think this book is is one of those tools for figuring out. I noticed that it's a series one or session one. So that leads me to believe that there's probably going to be a series of books. Uh, it's very small, and I just have a feeling there's going to be a series of handbooks to help us while we walk through these next yeah. couple of election cycles. But on a different note, well, well, let me say, I was just oh, go ahead. Say yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I'm on our our neighborhood chat, and um, we had a. Um, one of those homeless vans move into our neighborhood the other day and the, and the neighbors all got on there and they're like, this looks like, um, you know, one of those homeless RVs or whatever. And, um, and somebody said, remember this, you know, and so here they are in their neighborhood. There's tons of children in our neighborhood. Yep. And, um, and somebody said, you know, we, we need to get rid of this. And then somebody's like, we have to remember though, that, that that's their home. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I mean by it. it's like, you know, they've been, it's like, but, but we can't do anything. We've got to let you may, you know, we've got to let a pedophile read a story time to our child because it's a human uh, being, you know, right. and that's the kind of thing that we're, we're up against. It's not my neighbor, but you know, she was just like, well, but that's their home. It's like, well, you know, my thing is like, well, then they can come and park in front of your house then, you know, exactly. so very complicated, you know, but, but it's not my neighbor, but I, I certainly want to, you know, I wanted to target it at yeah. her, her thinking, but as you, you know, but that's what we're up against, you yeah. know, allowing this to be in our neighborhood. And she's like, but, but, but and it's like, well, you know, how, how does this really work? So anyway, it's, it's, it's a fine line, right? It's like having compassion, like. I, you know, I have compassion for people that sleep outside. That sucks, dude. I, I have, I have ultimate compassion. Like I, you know, I would not, that is just a terrible way to go. And the guy sleeping in the RV, I just, he, it doesn't belong on the street I live on. Like, you know, I don't know where it belongs. You know, it's not being harsh. It's just like, you, we all know that, it, that one can turn to seven in about yeah. two weeks. And all of a yeah. sudden now you, now you've got bonfires and people living on your street you're like, wait a minute, that's, this isn't working. And, you know, I, I, that's a big, long thing about what the city council wants to do and, 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 you know, mental health and all that. More money. They always need more money. More money. So anyways. So, yeah. So, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the chosen. Everybody's talking about it, you know, and it's, you and I have traveled a funny thing in that, uh, you know, I, I was raised kind of my dad, my dad's a, a, a devout Catholic, um, I wasn't really raised that way. I was kind of Catholic light. I think he didn't want to push too much on religion. And I, I thank him for that because I was able to get older, look at all kinds of different wisdom traditions, pull the things that worked for me in terms of what was the divine, what was speaking to me. But now I've kind of come all the way back full circle to my own version of Christianity mm-hmm. and admi- admiring who Christ was. And then along comes this series, The Chosen. And oh my God, like I have, <laughs> I have so enjoyed watching those with you and the lessons. And, you know, I I just, I wanted to ask you, like, what are you getting from it? I, I'm just delighted to come all the way back around to uh, an appreciation of who Christ was, what yeah. he was teaching. And he, he's such, he was such a rebel. That's what I love about him. You know, I, I get, I've been, you know, chastised and for speaking my version to my version of truth to power. And he, 
did that in spades and mm-hmm. and was so courageous in speaking what he saw was the truth to humanity for humanity mm-hmm. um and it's just beautifully filmed but i wanted to just ask you like what are you getting out of it that's that's staying with you i mean i probably were going to watch it more than once just because yeah. There's a lot of things I probably missed the first time around. Oh, it's been so wonderful. I mean, just so many things. Um, uh, I mean, uh, and I and I went and watched the finale uh, without you, but you're you're just a couple behind, and so I got to see you know the the end of season three. Um, I mean, I think that you know a couple of things that I'm taking away is. Um, you know, uh, uh, he doesn't do your work for you. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, oh, we're waiting for Jesus to be our savior. And it's just like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, we see him doing the different miracles along the way, but, um, you have to choose your own faith, you know, and that's, and that's what he's doing. But also like, there was this one point where, um, uh, he, uh, was like with a group and, um, he, you know, he, he did, he did, he wasn't picking sides, but it was all these, like, um, these, these, this group that was all in conflict and he didn't go in there and mediate, mediate. He didn't like sit there and go, you know, share us your side, this and that. He held the space of unity and peace. And then inside of that, he gave the people the opportunity to make their own choices, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was beyond you know it was brilliant um and so he doesn't sit there and go you know you're right you're wrong you're better you're this and that he tells his stories of course you know mm-hmm. and and that's what it's about is that you know we're here the the game is we're here to learn and we've been given free choice you know and so he just along the way has you choose what's what's right for you or what's not right for you but um and I, I, I think that that's been one of the most beautiful things about it is to see that it's all within us. And he even starts to chastise at one point. You know, I, I look kind of like I'm right here. I'm showing you it, and you're just you, you you're not even paying attention. You're gonna miss it all. You know. Well, well one of the things too is yeah. his 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 interactions. He's got such a ragtag following, which I appreciate. Oh, I love you. it. But then. There's so many one-on-one conversations he has with the people that he comes across that that is just tear-jerking, just like so moving in his how he presents something to somebody that's struggling with something. It's just so beautifully filmed. Um, they just really captured something magical with that. Um, it is it's gonna be watched for a long, long time. And um, but any anything else is uh I just really appreciate you coming on today. You know, we covered a lot of ground. I'm gonna recommend the book and uh just really appreciate what that you're standing for principles in our local politics, because that takes a particular kind of courage and, and gumption and moxie right now, because it would be easy for you to hide um, and say, well, let me just kind of see if I can blend into the uniparty um, to say, oh, I'm going to stand for some principles. Um, I just really honor your courage and your, and your, your compass, because I feel like, that's what's needed right now is like, how do we embody the principles, both of Christ that we just talked about, but also the principles of freedom that we, that we honor what our country is about, which was deep held deeply, uh, you know, in reverence by our forefathers who, and so how do we be a legacy of that without, you know, turning our backs on our neighbors or turning our backs on people that have something going on that maybe we, we don't have going on anymore, let's say. Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah. Well, that Uh, goes back to Jesus, you know, I mean, it's like, um, 
in every moment I have a choice on like, you know, I'm going to the grocery store. Um, is it, I have a choice on how I'm going to be with the people there that are still wearing masks. Yeah. You know, Jesus can't make me do anything. I mean, it's, it's very crass, but Jesus can't pee for you. Sure. You know, he's, he's going to show you the way and lead you there. And then it's up to you on what you decide to choose going forward. Do you choose peace? Do you choose unity? You know, and I fail every single second of the day. I mean, I judgment, judgment, you know, here and there. And, um, you know, and, and I was, like I said, about a month ago, I had to really sit there and look at like, wow, I'm confused because who I thought was we were working towards the same goals and all of a sudden now are we? And I had to go back to myself and look at what my principles are and what my what what I want to come out of this. And that's why that book was so important because it it lays them out. But then, you know, then once I get to that, then all I can do is control what's over here. And then the rest is 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 out of my control. And that's my faith, you know. And yeah. so I find that my faith is growing more and more as I get more grounded on what's right for me and in ha- having integrity and living in as much integrity as I can. And then the rest I give back over to God. And I've had this image in my mind lately of um, like uh, it's uh, and the image is like that I'm floating in the Dead Sea mm. and that, you know, the Dead Sea is so uh, um so has so much salt that you literally are buoyant. You float there. And, and that's what I'm picturing is it's like, I'm here and I'm just floating inside of the bigger picture. And, and then what is my part in that? But, um, you know, letting go, letting go and letting God, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain, but uh, you know, I just give it over. And then I ask God to show me where I need to be in the right moment. And so it's, it's just a continual, you know, relationship in that sense. And I'm, and I'm hearing like optimism in your voice. Like I'm super optimistic for 23, 24 and beyond. I feel that these principles we're talking about are growing in humanity and 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 the resources that we're getting are starting to show us our unity and what has inhibited our forward progress as a as a tribe of humans right yeah. and I, and i just think that you know there's there's more and more truth tellers there's more and more people building bridges there's more people coming over to stand in principles with us. Um, it's not a war of left versus right. It's literally us, uh, all of humanity in this planet against this weird cabal that are, yeah. you know, they've been running things for a long time and, you know, they're, they're sociopaths, psychopaths. They don't really care for us. Um, and so game on, you know, yeah. um, we have our resources, we have our leaders, we have our voice and they have theirs. And yeah. so let's see how this unfolds. But for me, I'm, I, I see more and more optimism. I see more and more things that bring a smile to my face about what, how this is going. And I live one, in one of the yeah. most deeply, tightly controlled glo- globalist strongholds in the, in the Republic, the you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, these, these systems, um, are not for our benefit. They don't support us physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. So, you know, I'm I'm not afraid of what has to happen to usher in this new realm. Um, I say yeah. good riddance. They need to all come down. They're not for our benefit. And so, 
the more things crumble, that to me is a, a good sign. You know, yeah. we've prepared as much as we can. And um, so I do want to see these come down because they, they are what has been keeping um, everything in place. So yeah, the, 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 glo- the globalists will make it seem like it's the end of the world because their structures are crumbling. Exactly. Yeah. So they're, it's going to be a little bit like in Lord of the Rings where the, the corrupt tower comes down. Yeah. yeah. All hell's going to break loose, but it's a really good sign when you see that happening. So yeah. Lisa, Lisa yeah. thanks so much for coming on. It's always such a great time to have you on the show. I, I love that we get to do these. Um, and yeah, just good luck with everything you're working on locally in the po- political world. Uh, and just keep being courageous and keep being you out there. It's making a big difference. Back at you. Same thanks. to you. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bye. bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed the conversation inside the Rezac household. We got off the call and Lisa says, I hope we don't come off as arrogant. She said, we sound like we know stuff. I said, we do know stuff and I hope we don't come off that way either. And it's really not about who knows what at this point. I hope you know that. It's about what we're going to stand for as a tribe. Are we going to honor and cherish freedom? Are we going to stand together and face our adversary? For me, it's not arrogant to live courageously and with dignity and heart-centered principles. The book we're talking about again is 5GW, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. It is a resource book for humanity in our fight against the globalists. Go get yourself a copy and join the fight. Thank you, campers and we'll see you around the fire next week if you find value in our show and wish to show us some love we are now making that very easy to do you simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on donate support base camp you'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as five dollars a month or you can donate just once we love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months but any show of support is greatly appreciated honestly Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac and you're listening to Basecamp for Men.